Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News with Kim and Lisa. We are here because we are still on a high from the event of the year, and that is BravoCon in Las Vegas. I honestly, people are like, are you recovered? And I keep saying, I don't think I'll ever fully recover from this weekend. It just, you know, spiritually, emotionally, physically, I I will never be the same. There was so much that went down. There was just, it was so fun just being surrounded by all of these Bravo fans who are just as crazy as us and just being amongst the Bravo celebrities. They're everywhere you turn. There they are. And you get to talk to them. And it was just everything. So this was my first time going to BravoCon. I know you have been before. How did you think this year compared to the previous years? I thought it was amazing. You know, last year there were some issues in New York, but bringing it to Vegas was probably the best decision that Bravo could have done. It was smooth. It was amazing. All the Bravo celebrities were so happy to be there. Um, I thought it was amazing. I think it's going to be in Vegas again next year. Um, And we also had VIP wristbands. I know I got a lot of questions on Instagram about whether VIP was worth it. And I have one word for you. Yes. So worth it. Would you agree, Lisa? Absolutely. Even just the lines. um, The first morning when we walked out Friday morning at, you know, 830 or 9 a.m., the the general admission line was, you know, down the street and VIP, it was walk right up and, you know, that in itself is is worth the money. Yeah, so definitely worth it. We're going to talk about our experience. We're going to break down all of the best moments and all the drama that we caught at the convention. Before we dive in, make sure you guys subscribe so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. Okay, so the first night we got there Thursday, right? Because we didn't want, we wanted to be ready to go on Friday morning. We did not want to miss any panels. So we came in Thursday. So Thursday night, we, you know, are are going to dinner. Our dinner reservation got canceled last second by the restaurant because the restaurant had to close. But that was, you know, actually a blessing in disguise because we walked to the next restaurant and who is standing right there? Lisa Barlow, baby gorgeous herself. She's with John. She's with a couple of other friends. And, you know, we just went in and we got to talk to her for like 30 minutes. She was such a sweetheart. She is exactly how she is on TV. We were asking about the ring. We were asking about, you know, the mission. We were asking her about everything. And she was so open and honest about everything. She was spilling all of the tea, some pieces of info that you guys might want to know. She basically said she doesn't really hang out with any of the cast outside of filming because she, you know, doesn't want shit to go down that isn't filmed. So I think that's kind of smart on Lisa Barlow's move. You know, she's very smart about how she handles her friendships with the other women. And I respect that. Um, She did replace her $60,000 ring. Um, We saw the new addition. It was amazing, as it should be. And, you know, of course, the number one question we want to know, did she bring glam? And, you know, her response, I bring glam with me everywhere. So it was just amazing. She was so nice. She was stunning. And when she found out that our dinner reservation had gotten canceled and we were trying to find a place to eat because everything is booked up, especially last minute, she even tried to get us a table at the restaurant, at the bar that we were at. 
and, you know, tried to call over the manager and everything. And she did not have to do that, you guys. She went above and beyond. And it was so sweet. She went above and beyond. Um, And my pro tip here, get to BravoCon early. Get yes. there a day early. The Bravo Lebs are there. They are out. They are mingling. Um, You're going to run into somebody. You're, you're bound to. So get there early. You know, walk around Vegas, even if you don't have a ticket. You're still pretty much guaranteed to see somebody somewhere that has arrived in the city for BravoCon. And that's just what we did. Yeah, because then after after this restaurant, we went over to a hotel where we heard there was, you know, Bravo happenings. And immediately we see Whitney and Justin. We see Luca from Below Deck. We see we run into um, JT from Southern Charm and Joe Bradley from... Uh, Southern Hospitality. And, you know, we start talking to them. JT could not have been nicer. I'm not a big fan of his on Southern Charm, but I got to say in person, he was way different and in in a good way. And then, you know, we look down the bar and who's at the end? Captain Jason Chambers. Little did we know that he was going to be the star of the weekend because we saw him. And yes, I love everything on Bravo. I love Below Deck, but it's not one of my top favorite shows. So I was like, you know, I didn't really make it a point to go over and get a picture. But boy, was I wrong because everybody could not keep his name out of their mouth the entire weekend. It was crazy. But yeah, just goes to show you don't even need a ticket to BravoCon. Just walk around the hotels and you'll see everybody. A hundred percent. Yeah, we kept thinking, oh, we'll go get a picture with him in a minute. And then when we finally did, he was gone. And then, yes, the entire weekend was about who is Captain Jason going to hook up with? It was so funny. And we're like, we should have gotten a picture while we could have. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Because he was untouchable after that. Let's jump into probably the most viral moment of BravoCon, which unfortunately we didn't see in person, but we have to talk about. And that is Shoegate. So in case you guys missed it, Bravo posted it. I posted it on Bravo Breaking News. But Bryn made her entrance to a panel on an escalator and her shoes broke the escalator. And the moment is just the most authentically funny moment you will ever see on Bravo. Like, you can't make this shit up. No, I watched it at least 15 times in a row because I was trying to figure out how did this happen? And I think what happened is you can see her at the top of the escalator when she steps on. She kind of realizes that her heel is kind of stuck. She kind of shifts her foot a little and she's like, oh, okay, uh, that, that heel is in there. And so she gets to the bottom and she's ready to step out because she knew her her shoe was stuck. But she turned because thinking her shoes were just going to like fly off the bottom. And instead of flying off the bottom, they went and you just see the red bottom Louboutin heels straight up as if she is the Wicked Witch of the West dying in the Wizard of Oz. And I don't know. I still don't know how she did not fall on her face, but she just made it off so gracefully. Darren Karp, who was hosting the panel, just immediately gets up and is like, Bryn broke BravoCon. And they, you see the maintenance guys rushing over. They're trying to, un, you know, they have to unscrew this panel of the escalator in order to get her shoes out. Meanwhile, Brynn is just so adorable and it's just like, you guys, do I have to pay for this? 
Oh, I loved it so much. I loved it so much. Another regret that we didn't witness that in person because I would have died. Um, But these are just the kind of moments that happen at BravoCon, you know, just these candid, unfiltered, amazing moments. And I love it. Um, We also got a lot of good moments at Ask Andy. So Friday and Saturday morning, BravoCon kicked off with an Ask Andy panel. And let's just say the first morning was unhinged. We had Jeff Lewis moderating it, who is the shadiest person in the world. We need him back on Bravo immediately. But Lisa, you got to talk to Andy Cohen. Oh, my God. When they said, all right, we're going to open up the mic, I ran up there. And I was probably like 20th in line thinking to myself, they're never going to get to me. But they did. And you guys, I got to ask a question. And I asked, you know, who Andy uh, like if he had any predictions for who was going to hook up this year at BravoCon. And he didn't really have anything, but Jeff Lewis said, I think the guy from Below Deck wants to meet Luann, and you know she's going to fuck him. So it was amazing. It was iconic. Um, I, yeah, Jeff Lewis was so fucking funny, so mean, but so funny. And the whole panel was just such a great way to kick off the weekend officially. Such a great way. Um, Another top moment for me was hanging out with Lindsay Hubbard. I mean, we saw her multiple times throughout the weekend. First of all, we enter the VIP lounge day one. And VIP lounge, another reason to get VIP. The Bravo Labs are all over the lounge. They're doing photo ops. They're coming in. They're talking to fans. You actually get to, you know, kind of talk to them one-on-one. So my first interview of the weekend was with Lindsay. And I mean, she is probably one of the hottest people on Bravo right now because of her breakup with Carl. So of course, I had to ask, you know, how she was feeling, whether she had seen Carl, if this was going to be the first time. And she was so candid about her feelings going into the weekend and, you know, how it was going to be with Carl. We saw it all go down at the Summer House panel, um, but she could not have been more open and honest and nice. We also got to see her at Bravo Palooza, which we'll get into more in a minute. Um, she was talking to us about her dating life, how she's been going on dates. Mm-hmm. She has somebody that she's been dating that she actually really likes. Um, it's a little soon, I think, maybe, but you never know. I don't know. Ariana rebounded pretty quick, and she seems very happy. So I just want to say, the rumors about Lindsay not being nice to fans, let's just squash those. Let's squash those for good. She could not have been sweeter. Um, I hope she maybe comes on Bravo Breaking News one day. Um, We did, like, form a connection, I want to say. But just meeting her and talking to her was definitely a highlight of the weekend. Yeah, I'm not even... I've never watched Summer House, okay? But I know who they are. And I got to say, she was probably one of the nicest and most endearing people the whole weekend. And beyond just your interview, which was amazing, guys, go watch it on Instagram, she also just stood there and talked with us for like 15 minutes, you know, just about life and dating and everything. And her outfits were killer. Her glam on point. She is stunning. She's about two feet taller than Kim. And when she, you know, took a picture with Kim, she like bent down and even like picked you up. It was so cute. So I think you guys are definitely besties now. I'd like to think so. So speaking of Bravo Palooza, which is sort of an add-on that you can do, um, again, totally worth it. You get to go into this separate room and you kind of get surprise Bravo guests, right? You don't know who's coming in. When we're standing in line, 
who goes in? Sonia fucking Morgan. And Sonia is like our top favorite. And so we were like, oh my God, we're going to get Sonia for Bravo Palooza. I was shaking. I was physically shaking. And she, again, exactly how she presents herself on TV, that's who she is in real life. I walked up. I said, Sonia, you're like my dream Bravo celebrity to me. And she immediately goes, do I have anything on my face? And I was just like, oh, you're so perfect. And then so I got to interview her real quick. And in the middle of the interview, she's like, oh, look, oh, let's scoot down for Jackie. Hey, Jackie, there's Jackie. And I'm like, look, and I'm like, that's not Jackie. That's Lindsay from Summer House. But I was so on adrenaline rush that I was like, that's Danielle from Summer House. And she's like, oh, I thought it was Jackie Goldschneider. So we both got it wrong, but I knew it wasn't Jackie. I knew it was Lindsay. I just got the name wrong. But she's just so chaotic and, you know, in the best way possible. So, uh, Sonia, we love you. Never change. In the best way possible. I mean, first of all, just to reiterate, Bravo Palooza is an add-on that you pay extra for at BravoCon. It's open to VIP and GA, but it is worth it. I mean, we struck gold with our Bravo Palooza. Sonia <laughs> was amazing. And what I was surprised about, we don't have another season of Crappy Lake in the can right now. Like, we don't have one on deck. And we need more of Sonia and Luann. So she is manifesting another season. We need to help her manifest because that was very surprising to me. Um, we also got Meredith. We got Heather Gay. We got Lindsay. We got Danielle. I mean, Bravo Palooza could not have been a better lineup, in my opinion. I think that it is totally worth it. Um you know, Danielle was basically being Lindsay's ride or die. She wouldn't even mention Carl's name in my interview with her. I'm so glad that Lindsay and Danielle are are back together, are back to being best friends, because it was just so nice to see. I don't think BravoCon would have been the same if they were kind of at odds. So just having that, you know, experience to get up close and personal and talk to these people was so, so worth it. So Bravo Palooza is a must for next year. Another add-on that we did is the Bravos, which is new this year. It's the award show. And we got to go to the taping. Um, I believe, I think it might have already aired, but go go to Peacock and check it out. It was so much fun. It was a longer show than I expected. We were there for a long time. But I think the highlight of the night, we can both agree, was Vicky getting her Lifetime Achievement Award. And it was you guys, it was just so moving. They showed this montage of some of her best moments on Bravo from, you know, I've never been with Bozo Paw Partners in my life to, you know, her showing up at Michael's uh, frat house or whatever with the with the case of beer and him just being completely mortified. Vicky has given us a lot over the years and she absolutely deserves this award. She really, she really made this franchise, helped make this franchise what it is today, not just franchise, universe. And um, her speech was was really heartfelt. And it was just it was just a lovely moment. It was a lovely moment. I think that the Bravos was totally worth it. We went to another Watch What Happens Live, the Charming House Rules episode, which I could have maybe passed on. I think if I had to choose one, it would have been the Bravos. Every Bravo liberty is there. You see who's mingling. You see who's not. Um, it was amazing. It was in the Paris Hotel right next to Vanderpump Paris. 
we have Lisa Vanderpump arriving before the Bravos, acting like she is the president of the United States. You would have thought that President Biden showed up with the amount of the frenzy that that happened when she arrived. I mean, it was just an entourage. It was chaos. Um, speaking of chaos, let's talk about the Vanderpump Rules panel itself, because that was crazy. I mean, there were so many un- unhinged moments um, that happened. Um, pretty early on in the panel, you see this eruption from the audience and we stand up. We're like, what's happening? What is going on? It is Ken Todd walking in. And let's be real. He had one of the most iconic moments of the season. Why wasn't he on the stage with everybody else? Like, come on. He deserves his moment. You are so right. I can't believe that Ken Todd wasn't on stage with Tom Sandoval. It it should have happened. And then we get this push-up contest between Sandoval and James. It was so chaotic. And I just have to say, I am so, so happy that James is the official number one guy in the group now. You know, it was all over BravoCon. Everybody's in agreement that James is the number one guy. Toms are so, you know, last season, they basically don't even have to exist anymore. I mean, James has definitely taken the top spot um, and it was just amazing. Yeah, James is certainly loving this attention too. Um, He, I think much like Erica, is a showman. He knows exactly when to turn it on, when to turn it off, when to, you know, give the audience what we want. And I got to say, he's a star. He's a star. Um, We also saw Tom Sandoval in a kilt, which um, I'd be happy if I never saw again. Um, It was rough on the eyes. Um, And then, you know, we have Ariana and Katie throwing shade at the Toms as they should be. You know, Katie basically calls Schwartz a couch because his blazer is very reminiscent of like a vintage floral couch pattern. Um, So I I just loved seeing both sides of the stage kind of go at each other. Um, One surprising thing to me was that Lala was kind of sticking up for Sandoval. What did you think about that? She was basically saying that, um, you know, Sandoval's been through enough. You know, we've moved on. And I respect him for showing up here, you know, in the state that he is. He was getting booed. People obviously weren't happy to see him, but he's still there. He showed up. He did his photo ops. I mean, I don't know. Does she have a point? I kind of think she does. I mean, look, I think Andy also defended him a couple of times because whenever his name came up, half the audience would kind of boo. And it was just like, guys, enough. Okay, you know, it's been months and we got to we got to kind of move on at some point. Yes, he fucked up royally, but that's kind of the beauty of the show. I mean, obviously we don't want anyone to get hurt in real life and Ariana was very hurt by this, but you know, she's she's moving on and we kind of have to do the same. And a fan did ask Tom like, "Tom, basically, why are you here? No one wants you here." And his answer was, you know, well, I wanted to face it. I didn't want to run away. Um, And, you know, you do kind of have to respect that. Like, it can't be easy for him to be kind of the most hated person in the room at all times. So I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm, you know, a fan of his. And I don't think Lala was saying that either. But it's kind of just we got to we got to accept things and and move on. Yeah. So um, the Beverly Hills panel was also pretty dramatic, but in a different sense, because 
as we know, mm-hmm. Kyle and Dorit are both fresh off of some relationship challenges, as they're putting it on the show. Um, and they both talked pretty candidly um, on the panel. If you guys haven't watched it, you know, Kyle got pretty emotional talking about, you know, I don't know, from what she said and how she was acting, it kind of seemed like it's over because she was talking about how, you know, they're a family. They will they will always be a family. They are still living under one roof, but she's staying in another room. And, you know, she got pretty emotional when she was asked, you know, about their relationship status. So I don't know. That doesn't bode well for the future. Um, Dorit also once again confirmed that her and PK are having issues. Like there are challenges. And, you know, I think that PK has attended BravoCon past years. He was not there this year. He did not join her this year. Um, So I think that's a telltale sign that, I don't know, there is um, some rough roads to come for both of them. But I appreciate them being open and honest um, about these challenges and not trying to like make you know squash the rumors like they're just like basically like it is what it is like we're having challenges and i i I don't know i don't really think that there's more to say at this point i think they're both kind of in limbo totally and i i'm with you you know they weren't putting on a front as if they were as if nothing was wrong um you could tell kyle like this is really affecting her how could it not and i just to all the people out there saying that you know this is just for ratings i I honestly, guys, I don't think it is. Like this is this is her real life. And same with Dorit. I mean, it's not uncommon for marriages to go through ups and downs. And I think, you know, whether Dorit and PK actually split up, who knows? You know, time will tell. But even if they're just in a down slump, I appreciate her sharing it with us and not just making everything seem like it's hunky dory. Exactly. Exactly. So Probably the last moment that I want to talk about is the new Real Housewives of New York panel because they scheduled that on the smaller stage. So there was a bigger stage where all of kind of the flagship panels were on and then a smaller stage. Let's just say they should have put it at the bigger stage because the line to get in was the biggest line of the weekend. Everybody wanted a piece Mm -hmm. of these New York ladies And I got to say, I loved their panel. These women are so grateful for the platform that they have been given. And they are soaking it all up. I mean, you know, Jessel talking about the lingerie gate. Um, Bryn, you know, doing Fuck, Mary Kill with other lesbians on Bravo. Like, it was so just amazing to get to see these women in this, you know, new light that we haven't really seen much. You know, we saw the reunion. But getting to see them here, I think, was on another level. The only thing what that was missing was, of course, Jenna Lyons. Um, she's recently come out and yeah. said, I had better things to do, like twiddle my thumbs, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm kind of offended, Jenna. Um, but I don't know. What did you think about this panel? I was pleasantly surprised that the fandom for the new Roni is as big as it is because, like you said, like Bravo underestimated it. And they kind of anticipated there being not the best attendance for this panel. I think they weren't sure. And it was people were being turned away. People were had to watch out in the hallway on monitors because they couldn't get in. There weren't enough seats. And so uh, that made me really happy because I really enjoyed this new New York season. And I think, you know, I have room in my heart for both. I have room in my heart for Countess Luann and Sonia 
and I have room in my heart for um, Jessel and Jenna and Bryn. So, you know, I, I loved it. And then I think, you know, maybe topping off the weekend was seeing Jessel and Pavit. I didn't get a picture with Jessel, but I did get a picture with Pavit. And I know you even got to talk to him. I did get to talk to him. I think that was towards the end of the weekend. And I could not have been more thrilled that we ended up seeing them. I was nervous because I think Jessel came um, to BravoCon late in the weekend. But they made it. She was so nice. Um, I just had to say, you guys know, I'm a tank top. I am a Jessel and Pavit stand. So to be able to go up to Pavit and say justice for Vietnam just filled me with so much joy. I want him to know that what he did and what he does, there's nothing wrong with it. And Sai can go, you know, sit in a corner for all I care. Jessel and Pavit are the king and queen of Bravo right now. And I'm obsessed with them. They could not have been nicer. So honestly, Kim, I feel like we are just barely scratching the surface here with all of the, our favorite moments. But, you know, bottom line, you guys, if you've been thinking about going to BravoCon, it is so much fun. It is worth it. Yes, it's a freaking expensive. But if this is what you love, you know, treat yourself treat yourself yes we hope to see you there next year if you have more questions let us know in the comments below who knows we might even do a part two because like you said there is so much more to discuss so stay tuned make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any more bravo breaking news bye everyone